So, today's episode not brought to you by no. uh, New Belgium. Definitely. Well, Fat Tire is the branding. Oh, is it? New Belgium? Oh, yeah, okay. Fat Tire, New Belgium is the breeder type. It's Belgian white, actually. Mm. So, I don't know why they actually feel the need to say that twice. Or, never mind, they're all New Belgium Fat that's Tire. That's what I said, yeah. Okay, yeah. I no, read. that's not I mean, I can read, but maybe too well. It became a detriment at a point. I know? actually don't mind this. Like, I, it's almost like I have a wise without all the citrus. Get that fruit out get, of my beer. Get that fruit. <laughs> that being well, said, I love the summer shandy. Yeah, lightning oh, yeah. oh my god, it's good. It's good. What about like when you get an orange garnish on a on a on a beer? You're like, get that shit out of here. Yeah, no, that's I almost always will unsanitary. Deny. Yeah, right? it, it, well, it's unsanitary if you're not washing your fucking oranges, which I highly doubt yeah. many bartenders are actually going through the effort well, of washing they just their oranges. Out of that little thing. It's just <laughs> yeah. sitting on every bar, and they're like toothpick. Little tiny Lexand. Like, oh, Jesus. I, I spent a lot of years in restaurants, and it was one thing that I learned is that not as many people went through the measures of proper sanitation as I did. <laughs> so. Not to say that I've ever seen anybody do anything to food, but I've seen people not do things to food that they should be doing before you eat it. Which is equally as bad. Yeah, yes. It's not doing the things to your food, it's doing things to yourself, too. Absolutely. Wash them hands. Kids. Wash them hands. Yeah. Like, working in an office, the amount of times I like will be in like a bathroom stall taking a shit, and then you hear somebody else come and take a piss and not wash their hands and leave, or... It's always that like that little look where you're like, you're really going to walk out of here? Yeah. <laughs> I it's don't like, give, you're I mean, not, that piece Not of even shit. like a quick ski, like... Yeah, anything. Like out. maybe you don't use soap, but you're yeah. just trying with H two O. That's like one thing. Like you can you can get away with. You're that. making progress at least. Right. Well, a little bit of sanitation. <laughs> anything is better than nothing. Yeah. Please, yeah. please, anything is better than nothing. Um, okay. So, well, now that we're done talking about not washing your hands, uh, <laughs> it's always a great opener. What's up, Cody? Thanks for well, other Cody. Co- yeah. So can I call you Cutthroat Cody, Crash Test Cody? Which which Crash one would you prefer? Test. There's there's actually a lot of different versions of Cody. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my personal favorites, but my mother's least favorite, is Cryface Cody. <laughs> Cryface, Cryface Cody. Cody. Because from time to time, if I get too drunk and I get really sentimental, and then mm. I hug people and then I cry <laughs> about shit. So this is I mean, like happy crying. For for right now, like CTC is okay. Okay, CTC. Yeah. CTC. I think we'll just call you Cody. Yeah, Cody's <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, My identity. The Cody, Cody, and Marco Hour? That's what I was saying. Uh, it's, it's the Underachievers Podcast. The Underachievers Podcast. Presented by I Cold it was Soup. called Two Cody's in a Mark. <laughs> 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 what do we call it? Two Boys, Two Beers? Was, oh yeah, was a, a very small working name for us. What I just think it limits us. Yeah, to two beers. To two still, beers. Yeah, see? <laughs> this would be it. I don't want to hold myself back yeah. or set myself to some kind of standard like... A number. Uh-huh. I'm, I, I, you know what? I do <laughs> like to put enough pressure on myself to make limitations, but it's it's, it's a very very important thing. My like my only issue <laughs> is um, I always have to pee whenever we're doing these. Yeah. Well, so yeah. like about three beers, yeah, three beers deep, I'm sitting like crisscross. <laughs> well, if I, I'm like, yeah. If I ever come back in, I'm hoping that we're able to at least do like an eight beer minimum, and then we can just install some catheters uh-huh. and then. No, that's I mean, we're gonna do. We're gonna do two. One, uh, the first one I want to just mainly talk about wrestling. Okay. Stuff that's related wrestling. to wrestling. Okay. Um, and then the second one, we'll just go for it. Palaver. Yeah. <laughs> what? Palaver? 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 Yeah. Is that a... It's one of my big fancy words. I heard somebody say it, and I'm like, that sounds cool, and then I looked it up on Google, and it's a, a fancy word for speaking. <laughs> Ooh. 
palaver. It almost sounds like condescending. <laughs> you palavering at me, mate? <laughs> you palavering at me? I fucking, I fucking knock you out. Knock you out, you bloody cunt. Yeah. You, Jesus. But yeah, pro wrestling. I, I know a little bit about that. Yeah, a little bit. So I've seen... I think um, when it comes to at least people that I think of in Vegas, as far as wrestlers go, it's you... No, it's not in specific order. Uh, you... Jace and Swade. Yeah. I think like and Greg. Right? That's what you did I say Greg? You, you just said Greg. Okay, okay. I was like I was like, okay. Um but yeah, like the the, like those guys like you guys are like the ones that I always think so and then like you on like the wrestling and then you're also like a big fan of horror movies as well. Yes. So that's like the next step of like the bar. That's like wrestling then. Yeah, you become a wrestler thing. and then soon after you're Michael Myers in a movie. Yeah. I, I actually pulled a lot from um, horror movies, specifically Hellraiser, uh, when I was doing the Cutthroat Cody stuff. Hence the mask with the... Yes. Oh my God, that made sense. Yes. Was uh, Were those actual... Were they real needles or no? So they were actually screws. Uh-huh. And the uh, story screws. with that mask... Mm. Um, I went to go visit my girlfriend who works for a European cruise line. And uh, I went to go take a cruise with her, and I told her an idea that I had for a mask. Mm. And then I showed her pictures of Pinhead, and then I also showed her pictures of some of the members of Ghost, like the Mm -hmm. Nameless Ghouls. Okay. And we were actually in Italy, so we kept on coming across all those uh, Sun Warrior masks that the Nameless Ghouls were originally wearing. And I told her, I'm like, something like that with pins in it would be fucking awesome mm-hmm. and every port that we stopped at she ended up picking up a different piece of material for the mask so she got the cloth in Greece um, and then we got the facets I believe in Italy possibly if I remember correctly it might have been Venice and then she made the mask for me before I left. Mm-hmm. And then I went and I got the screws in America to put into the mask. So Good old American screws? Absolutely. American <laughs> ingenuity with Quality. a little bit of European fabric. Uh-huh. And yeah, that mask was heavily inspired by Hellraiser as well as the band Ghost. Okay. So I, I pulled from a lot of things. Horror movies, um, Anton LaVey, uh, the... Founder of the Church of Satan, mm-hmm. Church of Satan, and uh, I also Talking about materials. Absolutely, <laughs> I also pulled a lot from music, and it, I found in wrestling there's a trend that's happening right now where people are trying to do what other wrestlers are doing, mm-hmm. and it, to me that seems very, very, very cheap. You know, when yeah. you're pulling from other pro wrestlers yeah. that are doing pro wrestling things. I would rather take a little bit of things from here and there mm. and then try to change them enough to where I'm not blatantly ripping them off. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's pretty common with like the smaller wrestling scene that we have like here. Not like everything that's non WWE. I was going to say non professional wrestling, but I know it's still like that. Most of those guys are just trying to copy what's on TV. What's working. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Well, but in all candor, if you look at um, most of the stuff that's happening in WWE right now, like Seth Rollins, for instance. Um, as soon as Okada became big, uh, Seth Rollins started using the ripcord into the jumping knee. So, and even if you look at CM Punk, CM Punk was doing the go to sleep, the Anaconda device, and the uh, running knee in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, Yuji Nagata was the one that was doing the running knee in the corner. 
um, the Anaconda Vice came from Hiroyoshio Tenzin. I'm probably saying his name wrong, but <laughs> that was one of Tenzin's yeah. moves. And the go to sleep was Kenta's Kenta. move. And he was even doing the Kenta combo. So even in mainstream wrestling, you know, people are pulling shit from other wrestlers all yeah. the time. And it is kind of hard when it comes specifically to moves because it's it's really hard to be an innovator because there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. I remember thinking about moves like I'd play off action figures and all of a sudden I'd make a move. I'm like, oh, holy shit, this is great. And then, like, weeks later, I'd end up seeing Nova, who was, mm-hmm. like, an innovator. Um, Chris Canyon, who was Mortis in WCW, he was a guy that was always making new moves. They would basically do about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, fuck. And when I got more into it, um, I started... If I was going to pull anything from wrestling, I was pulling uh, setups. Like, how are they going into... How are they getting to point A to point B where you want to do that move? Absolutely. Gotcha. So, and I also tried my best to, um, if I was going to do a move that other people were doing, I wanted to have different ways of going into it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the crossface, uh, for instance, I always loved the move, but I never really thought about putting it into my move set until one day I'm like, man, there's got to be a lot of different ways to go into this. Yeah. And I uh, liberally took a few. And then I also had some people help me out with a few. And then I made some of my own. Mm-hmm. And it ended up making other people do the crossface. Yeah. But how many people were doing the schoolboy into a crossface? Yeah. How many people were doing a crucifix pin into a crossface? Yeah. So that's, um, if any wrestlers listen to this, <laughs> pull different things. <laughs> Don't don't do the schoolboy into the crossface. <laughs> Eventually, I'll be yeah. done. You can take the schoolboy. Yeah. <laughs> Just wait for me to be gone. I have no yeah. patent on it. Yeah, yeah um, it's important. So, talking about moves, um, what's your favorite move? Uh, I it's really really hard to pinpoint an exact favorite move. I mm-hmm. know, like for my personal go tos, obviously the crossface I think is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one move that I always really loved that I never did up until my last match with Nick Bugatti uh. was the Shining Wizard, oh, and yeah, yeah. I also one of the main reasons I never did the move is because it became so popular and mm-hmm. a lot of people were doing it, and I, I don't want to do things that other people are doing. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. And Winona uh, hijacking the podcast <laughs> with the run-in, knocking out the microphone of Cody. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's uh, giving you guys a heads up of his future and commentator. <laughs> so, absolutely. So, I really enjoy the crossface. I really enjoyed the Shining Wizard. And I also wasn't using the Shining Wizard because a lot of people were doing it. But yeah. specifically, one of my trainers, um, Funny Bone was using the shiny wizard mm-hmm. a lot so i'm not going to use something yeah. that he's using yeah. and i asked for his blessing in the last match that i had to use that move which i was very happy mm. to do um other moves specifically um just wrestling in general i can tell you i i'll, I'll tell you some moves that i'm not a fan of there <laughs> yes oh, so real quick um let me just say my favorite move tell me <laughs> everyone hates it it's the Bronco Buster. The Bronco Buster? The Bronco Buster. The flying cock in the mouth? Yeah. You, have you <laughs> yeah. ever seen that? I mean, you know, like, when it comes to wrestling, I've probably seen him, but just, I would never can, be able to, okay. like, name them. Yeah. Do you remember X-Pac? Only, like, vaguely. From Degeneration X? Yeah. Yeah. I would have been, like, so, so it's like, um, the setup is, like, the person is, like, sitting down in the corner. I'm X-Pac. 
and um, <laughs> and uh, the dude uh, X X Pac would be like in the on the other end, like parallel to him, and he would run and like realistically crotch first, like yeah, just jump, uh, yeah, yeah, like onto them, <laughs> like Mouth and then he would even take it a, a further step where he would do it like three or four times, like so he'd be in like the he'd like do the thing, oh, so and then he would be like okay, bam, yeah. bam, bam, <laughs> and. I don't know why. I think it's like because no one does it. I've always just wanted to see someone very serious size Bronco Yeah, you know, Rey Mysterio picked it up for a little bit, mm, and yeah. he picked it up for a little bit back in his WCW days. And uh, I've seen a few other people do it. You know, X Pac actually ripped his asshole doing yeah. that on an indie oh, show. Yeah. Yes, and it, you know, sometimes you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, you true. live sometimes. by putting your dick in people's mouths, and other times you get your asshole hurt <laughs> yeah. by trying to put your dick in people's mouths. So there's a lesson to be learned there, yeah. I'm sure. But yeah, so movies I don't like, um, and I don't like them because they're really not safe. The mm-hmm. um, Kenny Omega V trigger flying knee, mm-hmm. um, it's just really not safe. I've seen a lot of people get hurt doing it. I've seen a lot of people try to do it and it hurt themselves damn near doing it. Um, buckle bombs, turnbuckle power bombs. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that move is extremely dangerous. The so uh, one that retired Sting. And, uh, retired Sting. There was a guy in California that tried to buckle bomb somebody in a CWF or Championship Wrestling from Hollywood taping and completely just powerbombed the dude out of the fucking ring. Ooh. Like, I mean, just entirely. And yeah, so, like, he missed the top rope and was just like... Whew. Yep, entirely. <laughs> just, like, not even, like, purposely. Like, he was aiming for the top rope, yeah. but it was just... It's it's something that... It's just fucking dangerous. Yeah. Like, and in all candor, it you can't actually hit those things without having to try to take care of a dude. Mm-hmm. So... It always ends up looking less impressive than anything. Yeah. Like, if you're gonna hit me, fucking hit me. Yeah. Like I would rather have somebody hit me full force than try to pretend to hit me and then hurt me when they're trying to pretend to hit me. Right. Like just like, fucking hit me. If I'm gonna get me. hurt, I want it to be at least, at least legit. Yeah. <laughs> I, legit looking. I, I. So when I was being trained. I, I was coming up in a point in time where there was still an emphasis on lay your shit in mm-hmm. um, in a safe way, but fucking bring it. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to hit a motherfucker, fucking hit him. Yeah. And it, I came up in that uh, world, and nowadays you have people that, like, everyone likes to smack their leg on forearms. And I've been hit in the face oh, more yeah. times when somebody's trying to smack their leg on a forearm than I have with somebody actually hitting me with a fucking forearm. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly, because this is a measure. Right. This throws my measure off. Yeah. (laughs) It automatically... No one could see what I just did there, but you got filmed there. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, and not only that, but, like, everybody at this point knows uh, what professional wrestling is, Mm. how professional wrestling works. I, I hit fucking people. Like, I hit people. Yeah. And I, I let people hit me. Mm-hmm. And it's... Through. It's fair, yeah. It's safe, fair game, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking safer for you to hit me in an area that is conditioned and trained mm-hmm. than trying to fake hit me in an area and then you end up blasting me in the fucking face because mm-hmm. you're too preoccupied trying to make a noise on a forearm, <laughs> which, if you actually know how to deliver a forearm properly, that shit makes a noise anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, 
headbutts don't make smacking noises. <laughs> yeah. Which, they make, like, clunk sounds. Yeah. Remember that shit, Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. It's a hollow thud that not many people are going to be able to hear other than you and the person delivering yeah. it and maybe the referee. No one no one wins with a headbutt. Yeah, nobody wins with a headbutt. Nobody. Um, I, I've never headbutted somebody in my life, but I can never imagine that. Yeah. that would be like I, a accident, I accidentally... Move. Headbutted one of my girlfriends on accident. Yeah, we were yeah. we were like Brother. in the car. <laughs> Me too. It was also <laughs> we were, a girlfriend. We were in like. the back seat, and then you know how you kind of like fake someone out, and then like you <laughs> like you just like don't expect them to like move into it. So yep. I went, and then she also was like ha, and then like doom, and I was don't. like oh why did, why why did you do that yeah and my, then at that point it's equally as much her fault as is yeah. your fault because she should have pulled back yeah like, yeah, you, like <laughs> don't, get don't respond to it just take it yeah, like, yeah. absolutely no one would have got hurt there's a lesson that can be yeah. learned in that don't respond just take it just take it just go there you go but yeah any anything else i i'm very long-winded i'm gonna apologize mm. now i do ramble quite a bit it's all right it's okay we all do yeah if anything i mean i'll just make I'll, I'll keep doing it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got, no, I got nothing but time. Um, you got a question? It's better to ramble than to have nothing to say, I feel like. Indeed. <laughs> um, I have a lot of wrestling stuff, really, but I don't really know where any of it goes. But the first thing that I wanted to ask about was something that, because I, oh. I was talking to my coworker. Oh, well, I mean, there's that, too. But wait, what were you laughing at? Uh, the What we were talking about, uh, Five Guys before. What, that we're both named Cody? Um, no. The other thing. What was the other thing? I don't even about know. About you used to being fat. Oh, oh I, yeah, I, I used to be extremely. Yeah, fat. I was going to ask about that too, but yeah, we were on a different topic. I more or less was my. I, I had I talked to my coworkers at work, and I was like, "Hey, is there any like kind of stuff you guys would be interesting in hearing about, like from a wrestler?" And then the, my one of my coworkers said there was like some huge stigma between like backyard wrestling. Oh yeah, and professional wrestling. Absolutely, oh, really? there is. is. That a thing? I had no yeah. idea what this would well, be about. So. He, uh, I could go on for this for a really, really long time, but I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet. Um, Everybody at some point has backyard wrestled. Uh You know, like, our front yard wrestled, or living room wrestled, (laughs) or bedroom wrestled. Hey, now. Sometimes you got to... wrestle in the bedroom. Yeah, sometimes you got to pay extra for that. (laughs) But, so... Wrestling. Here's the thing, though, is that if if you're really serious... And you're really passionate about it. Anybody can go to a wrestling school. Mm-hmm. And anybody can sign up. And anybody can learn how to do this. Are you going to be able to do it on a level where you're making money? That is, you know, it's a very, 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 very long shot in the dark. Yeah. And it is possible. Like, even me. Like, I've never wrestled for WWE, but I've made money doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, like, professional wrestling's paid my bills for a couple of years before. You ever oh, try out it's yeah. for the Fed? I've never tried out for the Fed. Yeah, I was so, curious how that worked, too. Yeah. Um, there, like go from one tier to the next. There's other people that you could talk to about that. And I have, um, I have some uh, health issues that would probably keep me from even passing a medical. Mm-hmm. So, and that's a whole entire other long story, mm-hmm. too. But... <laughs> Um, here's my problem with backyard wrestling is that you have these people that who, who could take their hard-earned money and they could sign up to a wrestling school, learn how to do it safely, and um, contribute to the wrestling community by paying a fee for training and then becoming wrestlers themselves and then doing it the right way. But instead, they make excuses like, oh, well, I've got a bum shoulder. But you have a bum shoulder... But then you go out and then you get a wrestling ring and you spend all this money on a wrestling ring to put in your backyard. And then you have these matches 
and then you put them on the internet and then all your friends like all 10 of them like <laughs> like it on Facebook and talk about how cool it is you know where they could be contributing you know like yeah. if if every single backyard wrestler instead of buying a pair of kick pads gear and a wrestling ring went to their local um independent promotion that ran a school and um contributed and then learned how to do this properly one not everyone's going to make it but you would at least be able to possibly have an opportunity to be a part of wrestling. Yeah, see if you got the chops for it. Absolutely. And that's one thing. So, yes, there is a very, very... The, the stigma is kind of going away because now people are more focused on backyard MMA fights, which I think oh is my fucking God. hilarious. <laughs> that is funny. Like, I mean, you it, should not be doing it yeah. in the backyard. Yeah. Other than barbecue. Joe Rogan is not going to kick in the door and right. tell you when you're gone too far. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, there there is a little bit of an issue with backyard wrestling. And I actually was going to start a Facebook page about it. Um, Stop backyard wrestling. And then there's some other uh, Facebook pages that popped up, like the Trash Bag Wrestling and <laughs> Trash Bag Wrestling. Trash, look it up. Look, oh, up, trash, look up Trash Bag Wrestling. <laughs> look up um, <laughs> You Were Not Getting Booked was another page. And the way they were going about it is they were trying to make a joke yeah. about about it and like laugh at these guys. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to make a joke about it. I wanted to be serious because yeah. I take wrestling fucking seriously. Yeah. It's not a joke to me. Like anyone, like I. To give you a little bit of background on me, um, the first time I lost a lot of weight, going back to that subject, mm-hmm. I was very ill, and I ended up having a lung surgery, and they removed uh, two lobes of my right lung, uh, completely hacked it out. I have essentially one functioning lung, and then part of another lung that basically does nothing. They, Hold, they, holds its weight. Yeah, <laughs> they, 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 they could have taken that out, too, if they wanted to, but really? they decided not to. Um, yeah, like keep it symmetrical, kind of. Yep, and <laughs> not at all. Yeah. And I, I ended up losing like a hundred pounds in the hospital. I was two fifty when I first um, started going through my illness, and then I ended up losing essentially a hundred pounds from the time of uh, I was seventeen to seventeen and a half. It was like five or six months that I lost a hundred pounds, and then I got out of the hospital. And I ballooned up again up to about 250, and then I decided to be more serious about taking care of my body and exercising and dieting and take training seriously. And I I can do it. I, I don't understand why anybody else sa- said that they couldn't do it. They want to make excuses because maybe they don't have the actual work ethic or drive mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah, a lot you of know? it comes down to discipline as far as what I see in people. is like, And there's nothing wrong with being a fan. Yeah. Then be yeah. a fucking fan. Yeah. yeah, and there ain't nothing wrong with being a fan. But when you um, try to portray yourself like, oh, I, I care about nothing else in the world but professional wrestling. That's why I went out and bought a backyard wrestling ring so I could wrestle my friends and do absolutely nothing with my life other than work a nine to five job. <laughs> then, then you're not a part of the fucking solution. Yeah. You're a part of the problem. Yeah. So, yes. So, like, if all the backyard wrestlers, like, stopped backyard wrestling, invested into actually doing professional wrestling, the community would grow. I've seen all some, stuff. yeah, I've seen some people that were really talented. Like, I mean, that were, like... like backyard? Yeah, yeah. I believe I, yeah. And they could do it, and there's some people that made the transition. And like yeah. I said, like, backyard wrestling is still a thing, um, especially on the East Coast and the South. Yeah. Like, it's a huge thing. Yeah. And it, it's just... 
I used to be really offended by it. I don't it doesn't bother me that much anymore <laughs> yeah. because the idea of having a bunch of backyard wrestlers sign up to Future Stars of Wrestling's training facility tomorrow would make me probably want to, you know, go play in traffic. <laughs> like, it would be very, very nerve grating, but I'll give anyone the time. Right. It doesn't matter size, ability, age, skill, you know, mm. gender, fucking Martian. Doesn't <laughs> matter to me. If you step into That's- Future Stars of Wrestling's training facility and if you give Joe DeFalco money to sign up and train, I will spend just as much time with you as any other person in that fucking building. So you actually train people there too? Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. I think that's the same today. place where yeah, Lazaro fought. That yeah, I am training today. Yeah. Oh, nice. So if you guys actually want to come down and hang out for a bit, you're more than welcome to. That would be interesting. Yeah. I didn't even get in that ring uh, when we were there. I've only been to the FSW place once. I think it's the same place you're talking yeah. Yeah. about. I uh, cool, I've stepped in there once. Me, yeah, me, yeah, me uh, and uh, cool like, yeah, no, me, springs, me like, and Titty like. were in there for like a split yeah, second. You wrestle Sarah all the time. Yeah, no, I like, love. See, kill her one day. <laughs> I would love to do that one day, but Sorry, Mike. I don't know. What the it's wrestling? Cool. Yeah, I mean, wrestling. Yeah, your family's cool. killing. Well, like I watched uh, yeah. Sandra's match. Yeah. Uh, like last week or something something like, that. like I didn't watch it at the place but I watched it online mm. it was fucking and dope. I know that I've told you behind closed doors but allow me to tell you uh, in front of <laughs> in my closed doors <laughs> but while being recorded uh, your sister and your brother are fucking awesome mm-hmm. and they are um, passionate driven and I don't think that I've met anybody other than myself that give that much of a fuck. <laughs> and they're tough as shit too. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm extremely proud of their progression and I know that they're going to progress more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're it's awesome. Crazy. And that shit comes from you. I'm sure dude. Like you're yeah. probably introduced us. Yeah, no, um, I like. I definitely like to take credit. I took uh, <laughs> Laz, they take the leap, Laz like, to his first show. Took Cassandra to her first show. Um, but I mean, like showing them WWE. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I watched wrestling. Yeah, when I was a kid, so it just kind of went from there. But I think from what they wanted to do, like my little brother wanted to do it as soon as he saw it. Um, same with my sister, and um, I don't know. It's cool. Like I always thought that I would be the one. And I sure enough, that too, honestly. yeah, but they're they're doing it. I mean, they have more drive than I do to go do it. So, well, it, the door is open for you. Yeah, just I, come one, down one day, one day yeah. and we'll figure it out. <laughs> so, and um, feel free, start piping off questions to me, man, because I see yeah. that you have a big. I do notebook I have a lot of there. shit, but it's really never like like you have like the blues clues <laughs> handy dandy notebook right. I here. wish. Well, well, yeah. before that before we get crayons. into it again. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay, so one real question before uh, we stop this one, and then we'll go to to the next part. Um, why did, was it Steve? Steve was the first one, right? Yeah. Why was so. his handwriting so shitty in Blue's Clues? Because it's fucking done in post. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I think done in post is one thing, and I don't think that he actually ever really cared about being a children's television host. Uh, he was in it's a just, band and yeah, shit like I mean, yeah. that dude was like... Portland, like hipster dude, like yeah. and yeah. I mean, it, it's absolutely brilliant to like see what happened to him. Like, I mean, the guy fell off the face of the earth, yeah. got back into music, and shaved his head, and he's just <laughs> that's real progression. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that dude. I mean, I'm pretty sure that he took a lot of money, and he also still gets a lot of royalties. I'm sure that he's doing well for himself. Yeah, 
Yeah, I believe it. That's I the dream. Believe it. I saw it on the news recently. Too That's the dream. So, and and one more time too. Like once again, like I said, I am long winded. If you guys want to get together again, talk more oh, yeah. stuff yeah, yeah. about sure we'll that stuff. Anyway. We're we're kind of just like started yeah. doing this thing, so like we're we're just really we're just chatting. We don't really have a goal any of the time yeah. that we do this. So. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. So uh, let's pause this one and then get into the next one. Sure, sounds good. Um, uh. <laughs> um, That's a good way to start. <laughs> regular, regular flat tire? Yeah. yeah, these are just normal fat tires. Or, this is the original. Yeah. yeah. The favorite. I could have was an amber, but it just says Belgian style ale. What, when you pour it in a glass, it looks pretty amberish. Yeah, looks, yeah. uh, this right, is I'm, actually one of my favorites. Yeah. I actually yeah, too, really actually. enjoy fat tire. Me too. That's why I figured try out all their other shit. Mm-hmm. Don't undervalue them as like a face value thing. So, uh, my, my first thing I want to bring up here is uh, I just saw the trailer for the new Halloween movie yesterday. I still haven't seen oh it. Oh my god, it looks so good. I wish I had a monitor. Dude, control I know this right here. Yeah, I have you know, a monitor. Um, but yeah, we don't have like a guy to pull shit up. So, I, guess, I guess that kind of segues. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No, go, no, no, go no. ahead. I just thought about it earlier and I was just like, fuck. I stopped watching trailers. Because I end up seeing too much of the movie, and yeah. then it, it feels like I'm watch. I've already watched the movie. Yeah. But uh, I already know that if Jamie Lee Curtis is on board, like I'm, yeah. I'm pretty much hopeful. Yeah, it's got to be good. It looks pretty sweet. And is it just called Halloween? It's like, my only how are you issue differentiating these movies anymore. My only issue, <laughs> Halloween Two, is my favorite Halloween in that, that entire series. And that's the Sands Michael Myers one, or is that three? Uh, no, 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 the, 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 the first one, the original, uh, the original ones where she was in the hospital yes. and then like he, he chases her around there. That was my favorite one. And this one basically rewrites or writes all those sequels out. So this is like a direct, like yeah. a direct sequel from Halloween. One. Exactly. Okay. It's yeah. Like Michael Myers got arrested. He's in like a prison yeah. for like a certain amount of years. So it's it's essentially rebooting and not continuing the actual story arc that transpired it's from one all the way up. Yeah, well, but um, while taking Jamie Lee Curtis and her traumas with her. Right, right. <laughs> well, and, you know, that's... Unfortunately, that's just not a thing that happens with Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a thing that happened with, like, Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. look at Spider-Man. Like, uh, the first... The, oh, I get what you're saying. The first... Two Spider-Man movies were fantastic, but yeah. then you have that one bad one, and then they're like, "Well, fuck, we gotta start everything over now." Like <laughs> that, that fucked everything up, and it it's kind of like if you can imagine somebody like drawing like a beautiful piece of art, and then all of a sudden there's just one little tiny mistake, and then they just take everything. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm sure people do me that yeah. though, like. Fucking it's just like a fire. perfectionist mentality, mm-hmm. I feel like. And, and even it, then, it's different people making each one of those uh, yeah. individual series when it comes to Spider-Man, at least. And while I appreciate that, like, there ain't no such thing as perfection. Yeah, for Like, sure. the, you're not going to hit it out of the park every time. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, if, if you're going to write something and you're going to create something, don't just create the start. Think about the middle and think about the fucking end. Yeah. Like, that's super important. How is it starting? What's going to happen before we get to the final chapter? And then what happens at the final chapter? Like uh, too many people, too many Hollywood writers. um, All they do is they write the first thing, hope it gets picked up. And then when it gets picked up and they get signed for a second season or they get signed for a sequel for a movie. Well, fuck, what do we do now? (laughs) 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 Then again, like if you're writing like a 24 episode season of a show, 
like that's a beginning middle yeah. end of its own it's true it's hard, it's hard. It's, I, you, like why spend all that time I mean I get like coming up with another season mm. but then you don't even get picked up and you're like well I could have been writing my next yeah. show or something no uh, that's like so I've written scripts for like stuff that I wanted to kind of be like episodic 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 yeah. um it's tough because you have like you have the beginning, you have the end, but then it's like okay, well now I gotta fill this one episode up with shit that kind of gets it to the next one, and like so on and so forth, and then it's like by the end of it you're like, there's a lot of like shit in the middle that is just fucking it's filler, yeah, and it's it's just, filler. yeah, it's like half there, and I was like, nah. and, <laughs> so this is why people make movies, I see yeah. that. <laughs> so, so I know this isn't the wrestling one, but there's a thing in wrestling uh, called the in betweens. Like, what are you doing mm-hmm. in between you getting hit and then you getting sent off the ropes? What are yeah. you doing in between you getting pinned and then you kicking out and yeah. then you going to the next thing? Um, and some people have fantastic in-betweens and other people don't even have, like, a concept of what in-betweens yeah. are. And that is something, same thing. Like, when you're writing stuff, um, it's really, really hard to make everything tight-knit. Yeah. And sometimes... I find that if you're writing something um, like a script or even a stand-up comedy set, like I dabbled in that shit for mm-hmm. a bit, um, if you're going to be doing in-between stuff, um, make it genuine reactions instead of trying to build too much emotion. Yeah. And it's like, what are they reacting to? Like, how are they reacting to it? Like, you know, if something sad happens to the hero of the story give them a little tiny montage of like downtrodden sorrow, sorrow, you know, slow motion, head in hands, looking in the mirror, you know, shaving their face while Elliot Smith needle in the hay is playing, (laughs) which is one of the most glorious in-betweens that I've ever seen in cinema from Royal Tannenbaums. Like, Mm, yeah, the, I was trying to think of it, and I was like, "I was like, this looks, this sounds familiar." Really? And I was like, "Ah." Oh. One of the most glorious pieces of cinema for an yeah. in between, you know, and they really um, filled the gap of the story by having this really genuine emotional part, and then out of nowhere, you're like, now you're wrapped up into that in between yeah. moment, and then when they get back to the story, like that like ends up becoming just as much of a pivotal part of the movie yeah. as the story itself. Yeah. So that's the one thing I remember from that movie starkly. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was, oh shit. I like, uh, the scene where he had, he's like in the hospital where he, where he had the heart attack. It was a heart attack. Right? Yeah. He has a heart attack, but then he has his, uh, his like, not a servant. It's not a servant, <laughs> but like his, um, his helper, bring him a cheeseburger and he's like hiding the cheeseburger and then yes. the family comes in and it's like really that one i thought was pretty funny and i was i was like that's that's a very subtle like comedy thing especially like wes anderson like all mm. the comedy is like super subtle yeah. yeah it's on the big nose because yeah, of what's but, his name who's in all those movies but also <laughs> i, I, I actually have smuggled red oh, meat like to my grandfather before really who was in the hospital <laughs> after a heart attack and that that resonates, you know, yeah. like that, like those little tiny comforts. And once again, that's that's not what that movie is about. Yeah. But those little tiny in between moments, like those are, um, I find that the best in between moments in uh, cinema, uh, TV shows, things of that nature are those emotional moments. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And something that people can like connect with on a personal level. Mm-hmm. But yes, I am excited for Halloween. I will watch the trailer at some point. Hulk Holiday in the movie. Maybe. 
Um, I, I'm, I'm definitely excited. Like seeing Jamie Lee Curtis on board with that is awesome. Yeah. So says something. Yeah. About horror movies. What are you guys like? What are your guys' favorites? Now I'm asking you guys the questions. Hey, that happens. Yeah. Uh, I don't. My favorite horror. I really like Cabin in the Woods. I don't even know if that classifies as a horror movie. I would. I would qualify like a, that. Yeah. It's like a parody it. of all of them. I feel like, but yeah. definitely just like brings all the best elements. Yeah. Uh, like it's a good twist to it too. Yeah. Yeah. At the very end. Yeah. I mean, I wish you could see more. You know. Yeah. But like that movie came out just before the Avengers did, mm-hmm. and it was uh, made by uh, Joss Whedon, mm-hmm. and has Chris Hemsworth in it. Too. Yeah, it's true. So like they were never really gonna yeah. follow it up. It was just kind of like a project from back in the day that mm-hmm. like burned too long. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like big horror movies. I, I honestly feel like a lot feel like a lot of horror movies fall short a lot of the time. Like well, I've, a lot lately, of newer ones, newer ones for yeah, sure. That's a better way to put it. That, uh, that movie Hereditary that just came out looks pretty cool. It's like it's like some creepy little kid. Who'd have thought? Right, but yeah, I don't know. I hear good things. <laughs> um, more modern stuff that I've seen. The Orphanage by Guillermo del Toro, or he was the producer of it. Um, His stuff is always good. Yeah, it's the, um, the kids like thirty, but looks fourteen. No, that's the orphan. The orphan. Okay. Yes, um, but no, the orphanage is <laughs> this movie in Spanish about this lady who like moves into an orphanage because that's where she was raised, and then. Um, Creepy things start happening as she her son into an started. orphanage because that's where she was raised. Well, yeah, yeah. She, so she was an orphan before. So <laughs> <Still> regressive. <laughs> she was an orphan, so then she was like dedicated her life to be to to, to helping to, other orphans. Yes. Okay, so she bought said. the orphanage that okay. she was raised in, gotcha. and then her son goes missing, and then basically creepy things start happening in the house. Um, but what's what's uh, what makes me like it so much is that it's a terrifying movie. Like suspenseful, mm-hmm. as compared to jump scares and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like it, it, <clears throat> the only movie that has ever made me feel uneasy, you know, like genuinely creeped out. Like mm-hmm. you know when you're like by yourself and something yep. creepy happens and you're like, <clears throat> I gotta turn some lights on. Yeah, 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 well, gotta you know, call my mom and tell yeah, her that I love her. Yeah. So it three was, o'clock in the morning, son. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Do you, so. you guys prefer like the supernatural kind of horror movies or more like thriller slasher? Serial killers. I mean, to watch, like to, I mean, if it's for strictly entertainment, like slashers, I think I usually. I I love the absurd fucking slashers for sure. Uh, Like, I love that shit. Yeah. But it's never scary to me. It's not, yeah. It's just like, well, sure, being like hung over a a fire and like being like dangled over a fire and while covered in like a rucksack or whatever. It's from Halloween, not Halloween, not Friday the 13th. Oh. Yeah, they just like hang out uh, with that, that girl. I think they Friday the Thirteenth really set up like how many different ways could we yeah. kill, kill somebody? somebody. It's cool, yeah. Yes, and they really went for it. it yes, it's cool. They yeah. did. The amount and of ways you could think about killing someone. And and the game is very rudimentary. Uh, I don't know if anyone's played I like the Friday the Thirteenth cool. game. It's essentially hide and go seek with mm-hmm. kills, and they have a lot of the kills from the Friday the Thirteenth movies in there. So it makes it cool. Like it's yeah. it's a fun little piece. I just read something that they uh, they were gonna do DLC for that game, but it got canned because they're the rights for the new movie. They're coming out with another oh, movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> the whole entire game was actually made as a homage to Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, it was never supposed to have the license. Yeah, and then eventually they ended up getting the license because they weren't doing dick with it, and <laughs> then now. 
the game comes out. That's kind of unfortunate. It is, yeah. yeah. That's but I mean, like, you gotta know that, I mean, that money's gotta be going to them in some form anyway, right? Yeah. Well, I, I, I fucking Bloom hope House so. Or like, <laughs> like, I hope so. What's you think name? Bloomhouse is doing that? I, I don't no. know. I just, I was just they do like every horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> For me... It's our boy Michael Flanagan. <laughs> my favorite shit was always uh, the most absurd, the absurd, like, elements of comedy and horror. Mm. I was always a really big fan of the Evil Dead series. Oh, okay. um, yeah. And I love how the first movie, there wasn't very many comedic elements to it, but then, like, it slowly started going that path. I remember... Um, Evil Dead 2 uh, specifically definitely takes that turn yeah when like he starts going crazy in the cabin and then like all like the ornaments and the furniture start fucking with him and he has to cut off his own hand and Mm -hmm. the facial expressions of him like looking directly in the camera "Ah, like that shit Mm -hmm. I loved that stuff and um I remember the if you can ever get your hands on the director's cut of Dead Alive the video game one? No, Dead Alive. It's dead or Alive. Yeah. Dead, uh, dead Alive was actually done by, I believe, Peter Jackson, who mm. ended up doing the Lord of the Rings series. Well, before he a, was a making... A little franchise. Yeah, <laughs> a little franchise known as Lord of the Rings series. But before he was doing big-budget fucking take-my-money blockbusters, mm-hmm. he was doing like these obscure horror movies. The first one he did was Bad Taste, mm. and that one is equally as awesome. And then Dead Alive... Uh, if you can get your hands on the director's cut, not to give too many people too many spoilers, but fuck you, it's fake like wrestling is. Mm. Who'd have thought? It, it's, all, it's already written, motherfucker. <laughs> in the first one, you were like, you made, you danced around saying that it was fake in the best way I've ever heard that. I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to steal that. And then like those one, you were like, yeah, it's fake. And I'm like, Okay, that, that's a that's a switch. Rules of sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I, and I used to protect wrestling, but mm. I can't protect wrestling from people anymore. Like, even though people, you are adults. Yeah, <laughs> you're, that you're adults. You have the internet. You spend all your time on the fucking internet bitching about shit, like bitching about wrestling. Bitching about wrestling. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, the, so, um, there's a scene in Dead Alive, the director's cut, where he kills like a room of zombies with a lawnmower. And hacks them all up, and their body parts start going everywhere. And then he has to like run out of the house from the giant monster that's in there. It's like this gigantic rat, and he can't run because there's too much blood, and he's slipping on the blood. So then he has to start seven, stepping on the severed limbs in order to get yeah, out. Make progress. It's <laughs> it's, it, it's so absurd. Yeah. so absurd. Uh, amazing film. Even a. Tucker and Dell versus Evil. Was oh, that, that was, was really fucking good. I really like awesome. That That's more in the same vein of like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, yeah for and, sure, awesome. And so I, I and because I dig things that kind of like pull at the things that I dig, like like comedy. Yeah, I I I love comedy, sketch comedy, stand up, all that stuff. I love horror. And I sketch horror, stand up yeah, horror. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sketch horror, stand up horror. If anything, that's what we should be doing. We that's, should be doing some sketch horror, some stand up horror. Stand up horror. But soon. that's one of those things that, ah, oh man, like all that stuff. If if you're able to get there now, if I can't even really think about anything too serious other than like the Halloween series. Mm-hmm. Um, I The Halloween series was always really good because I remember the first Halloween, there actually wasn't even blood in it. If I remember correctly, there was maybe been a little bit, but it wasn't definitely he, I don't know. I can't say definitely, but I would imagine the only like a for sure time would be in the beginning where he kills his sister. Yeah. 
and um, you might see they, a little bit. They of might blood see on the, on the knife. knife, but there yeah. definitely isn't like a blood bath. Yeah, that's the only thing that I that comes that might come to mind. Yeah, um, and I mean even going back to um, like the Michael Myers sit up, like when he would get laid out, and then you'd think he'd be done, and then he would sit yeah. right up. Jason does that too, huh? Yeah, um, I don't know if Jason does it the exact same way, but I'll tell you who does do it (laughs) the exact same way. The fucking Undertaker. Undertaker. You think? Yeah. The Undertaker? Yes, he did. Is that like a a confirmed? That is confirmed. (laughs) I can only imagine like the Undertaker like talking about it. He was like, you guys seen Halloween? Yeah. (laughs) You see how he fucking just sits up up like that? He was like, bro, that's creepy. Yeah. Well, he's like, dude. I'm, I'm stealing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing to do. I don't think it's it's the, now it's fucking iconic. Like yeah. you, you see someone like do that shit, and you're like, "Oh, that's the Undertaker." Yeah, yep. bro. People post that in the morning, like post a gift to their friend. They're like, "Me waking up." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like sitting straight up. But yeah, like that, and just that element of uh, Halloween. Yeah. The fact that it wasn't really a slasher film, and it was very like suspense-driven horror. Mm-hmm. You know, because granted, Michael Myers. Uh, getting shot like umpteen million times and then sitting up from it isn't very realistic but it is very realistic for somebody that's much larger than you to be popping up behind you when you least expect it and then getting you out of nowhere you know like so Halloween series was great Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street added a lot of those comedic elements to it Uh, and like I, I remember really digging Freddy vs. Jason when it came out in I theaters. Even for the camp really? factor, yeah, I, really I dug like it. it. Yeah, I thought. I mean, it was campy as shit. I think it was one of the first movies you could see boobs in too. Yeah, on like television. If if you actually TV. go and you search yes, for TV. it too, like they actually did like a um, weigh in between Fre- Freddy vs. No Jason. Like, like boxing, they like, made it like a boxing weigh in. Like and they like just released that. Yeah, not too long ago. Like <laughs> it was funny. like a private event hyping the movie, <laughs> and the footage is out now. And like they actually have Jason get on the scale and Freddy Krueger get <laughs> oh, on the scale. <laughs> it's it's fucking stellar. It's Freddy's very big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And those claw hands, <laughs> but, but, but in, in in the in the realm of wrestling, you have the smaller guy yeah. that he's fast, yeah. and he's agile, and he might be a little more technical than the big dude. But if the big dude gets his hands on you, yeah. motherfucker, he's gonna punch Smash. your head directly off. Which is one of my favorite kills, and uh, I think it was Jason takes Manhattan when the one dude squares oh, yeah. up on he him. He's yeah. like, "Come on, bitch!" And then pop. Yeah. That's a good one. Head off. I've never seen Jason Takes Manhattan. It's it's decent. To watch (laughs) Jason Voorhees punch somebody's skull off when they try to square up with them and, like, you know, like, get a throw down. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking stellar. Stellar. Um, Just talking about comedic horror, Leprechaun. Leprechaun Mm -hmm. is always my favorite. Yes, indeed. Leprechaun. Uh, Chucky. Going back to seeing boobs in in movies, um, part three was in space. And <laughs> I can. Leprechaun? Wait, Leprechaun? Yeah, le- so oh, Leprechaun, Leprechaun 1 is okay. the one with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Her first uh, movie. Oh, ever? Yeah. Wow. Debut. Yep. Fucking making it. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. I, I love that movie. Part 2 was in Hollywood. Um, 3 was in Vegas. 4 was in space. 1 was in the hood. Yeah, that was the, the one after. But the one in space. Um, <laughs> after space, you go to the hood. Was, That's not. You were going yeah, up. Yeah, you were going up, and then you come right back down. What are you doing? Yeah. Where do you go from space, I guess? <laughs> Leprechaun back in heaven. 
Um, but no, part four had boobs, and it was one of the first times that I remember like, oh, those are boobs. Whoa! Like chill, like child me, like yeah. I remember those, the first time I saw boobs boobies. on TV was Final Destination Two. Oh, in the tanning booth. No, it was like a scene where like uh, these this no. car drives by. It's when the freeway there's like the big freeway accident, and then like a car drives by and then some girl just flashes them for no reason. And I was at my friend's house and it was on TV and weird. I just like looked over and I was like, Boobies. "Did you see that? That was a pair <laughs> of tits." You saw that? I just saw right. He, he didn't see it. Man, you... he never believed me to this day. <laughs> Go back, Daniel. And watch I know it. I haven't talked to you in about ten <laughs> years. While but those are boobies. <laughs> while I can't remember what. The, the first pair of tits I saw was on TV. I will say that I do remember um, I went to my grandparents one time and no one ever really censored stuff that we watched. Like my mm-hmm. mom would watch like crazy horror with yeah, us all same. the time. Same. Like, yeah, like she was a big fan of like all the full moon picks like Puppet Master and fucking uh, Castle Freak and Bloodstone, all that stuff she was really into. We all watched it. Um, so she never really cared about what we were watching. But my grandparents every now and again would be like, hey, you can watch pro wrestling, but we don't watch you watch any of that ECW stuff because they hit women with Singapore canes, and we don't condone that. So, but, yes. So it's 2018, Grandma. Yeah. So yeah, we're, hitting, we're hitting every woman with, with Singapore canes. Canes, that's right, which I would never do, but... I, is that where you draw the wrestling line? No, I, I can't even say that because I've actually beaten the shit out of some girls before. Yeah, no, I was like, I was like, you beat the shit out of my sister. sister like, yeah. come on, son. I beat my sister in the mouth one time. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I think the girl that got it the worst was um, when I was feuding with Funny Bone, Aaron. Um, oh, who was, uh, yeah. what was her name? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I gave it to her. I gave her the business for sure. But um, yeah, you guys were just beating the shit out of each other. Like yeah, you and Funny were just going at it. Yeah, but but he like, he was beating the shit out of your your guys. Yeah, you know, troopers or whatever. Yeah, what, I, what I, I, I had I had a little tiny stable, but I was, this so, is, I was so jealous. I've always wanted a wrestling stable. This isn't this is this isn't the wrestling one. Mm-hmm. This is. Um, so oh, we can talk. Okay. We can talk about. It. Yeah, we yeah. can talk. Just let it all flow. It's, it's my all right. my grandparents. Yeah. So I go over to my grandparents' house, and I'm a little bit older, and I've just earned the privilege of saying the word "fuck" in front of my grandparents, <laughs> which I don't know if anybody's actually ever had that period in their life. But like you knew you're like yeah. yeah my grandparents died I could, before I had the opportunity to really. Just I could say check fuck in, in front of my like, grandparents. Can I say fuck? Yeah. So I'm like. 22 and they're watching <laughs> oh, I thought this was like 18 yeah. or no, something no, 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 no. Like 22 no I, my, my granddad was a hard ass yeah. man and my grandma was just as hard too but yeah. so they're watching Nip Tuck oh god yeah okay oh on FX okay yeah and keep in mind like when I watched it with my grandparents I'd have to do the cover your eyes thing. oh okay my god <laughs> where at this point I don't have to do that anymore I just said fuck in front of my grandma last week during Christmas dinner you know like yeah. I'm doing okay it was not Christmas last week think, well I mean at that point <laughs> okay. in time at that point in time it was a weird time stamp yeah so um oh my god and the episode was about this guy that wouldn't go down on his wife and <laughs> oh, <did you> count? <laughs> then she ends up like having some type of like lip deformity and they actually have to graft skin from her vagina and put it onto her lips and then the first thing that she does when she gets out of surgery is she kisses her husband and my grandparents like start laughing like it was an episode of Beavis and Butthead. There's like, <laughs> I mean, there is a very funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, 
I'm looking at my grandparents and I'm like, all right, this is this is the relationship that I have with my grandparents now. I'm gonna watch them laugh uh, very awkwardly at vagina jokes and I'm gonna say fuck at the dinner table. So it was like full circle, (laughs) full circle. Um, Okay, so you you um, you mentioned uh, the first time not being censored, like not being told to close your eyes or look away. Do you remember the first time you were like? Not totally. No, because, like, to be 100% honest, my parents, for the longest time, like, no matter what movie they were watching from pretty much, like, the age 14 to today, I could walk out at any time and see them watching a movie, and it will always be a sex scene. <laughs> like, almost 100% of the time. Like, do you guys exclusively look for movies that are just this? Or, like, you know, you've heard of Pornhub, correct? Like, it's you know, the internet yeah. is actually a place where yeah. people can I mean, get pornography for free. Mm-hmm. that I know you're looking for. You know, I, I, I wonder how hard, like, the porn industry got hit once people stopped buying VHS tapes and they had to go to, like, websites like Pornhub. Did you know the porn industry single-handedly brought down HD DVDs? I believe it. Tropic <laughs> <laughs> Thunder? It. Yeah, because we had HD DVDs before Blu-rays, and yep. porn actually decided to go with Blu-rays over HD DVDs, and that's why Blu-rays succeeded and HD DVD didn't. Right, but now, like... Fucking powerful industry. Yeah, now, like, people aren't even paying for porn. Like the, yeah, it, I know it's weird. Like, if, where if, did the money come from? If you're paying for porn, you're a fucking sucker. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I paid for porn. What's the benefit of porn? Immediately regretted, regretted it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a sale. It was like twelve videos for like twelve bucks, and I was like, man, yeah, I'd buy it out. Bought it, and, and I was then like, the you exact- had to, you had to download it, and I was like, I'm not telling this shit on my computer. <laughs> yeah, the people will know. Yeah, I people, watch people porn. are gonna like see <laughs> a file. They're gonna see a file that's like, why is this called blah blah blah? And I'm like, let me look in the hand. It's like, oh, oh, I need fuck machine teams, HD, uh, and it's like, mm, yeah. okay. Well, That's you, fair. you have to rename it on your desktop. That's absolutely enough. not porn. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> That's absolutely too much work. We're totally yeah. porn. Um, I'm not gonna click on it. Yeah, don't don't open my files. Mm-hmm. You're, you're gonna find a whole lot of videos with strange names. Yeah. You, know, you know what I did the other day, and man, I can't even believe that I'm talking about this in a public <laughs> forum right now. So I went through and I found an old box of VHS tapes. And when I was a kid, I would just, like, anything that I wanted to see, I would tape, and then I'd go back and watch later on. That's fair. I found a VHS tape that consisted of the following. Uh, <laughs> on one tape? It's a list. On one tape. Oh, sweet. Top ten. Some professional wrestling matches. <laughs> oh, this is already too good. <laughs> the first few episodes of Aqua Teen Hunger Force that oh, yeah. ran on Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some episodes of Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Skinamax Soft Porn. And then after that, uh, I apparently uh, got two VCRs, attached them together, and then started making bootleg copies of porno tapes. Uh. And, uh, like, all (laughs) in one VHS tape, which was essentially, if you, if anybody ever grabs that when I pass away, (laughs) and they put that into their VCR, they're going to know exactly every single thing that's ever ran through my mind (laughs) as an adolescent as well as in the wrestling world. cartoons, cartoons, wrestling bitch, cartoons, bitch, cartoons, bitch, cartoons bitch, porn. Bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> I like the evolution. You were like, you had softcore porn on there, and you were like, yeah. And then you were like, wait, I got a better idea. Why am I fucking? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, shit? yeah, yeah. I mean, also had a kid as a kid. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but I assume like when you were a kid that it wasn't like super easy to look up how to learn things. So you like had to look up 
you had to learn on your own how to boot oh, yeah. VHS no, I, and I, copy them. I, I did all that shit on my own. I eventually <laughs> found out because I would make like my own wrestling tapes because like tape trading was still a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then like yeah. I'd I'd make like compilation tapes from wrestling shows like that had like seven balls matches, what one good one. And then I would make like best of two thousand fucking two compilation VHS VHS tapes. Um and then, like, people were like, yo, like, what's good? And I'd hand them the tape, like, that's what's good. And <laughs> it, it was the same thing. Um, I actually had a really good side hustle when I was a kid where my sister's ex, like, they went through a breakup. My sister disappeared. And then, uh, for some reason, her ex was living with us for a little bit. And then he went away. And he left some stuff behind. And some of the stuff that he left behind was a very, very large collection of, like, 90s porn VHS tapes. And my side hustle was, is I would make copies for myself, obviously, and then I would sell the master copy. And there was one summer I ended up making, like, $375 just selling, like, old Chasey Lane VHS porno (laughs) tapes. Like, that was, and yeah, it was a, it was a nice summer. It was a good time. It's a good time. Yeah. <sighs> ah, porn. Porn. <laughs> Where is we two, two of the four episodes that we've done, we've talked about porn. There you go. Dude. It's a thing. It's it's a thing. Like I said, like 90% of my comedy bits are about porn. <laughs> you, you remember when you used to have to find it in a box? Like, like there was like that one faithful box that you'd like be walking in a back alley, and then it was like the bums like private stash. Oh my god! Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Like no. it's like you no. get like a bunch so, of like magazines. The bum had like a portable DVD player. No, <laughs> this is before DVD. Like I mean, like this is back in the day of magazines. Oh, like okay. and then like you'd see like the stack of magazines, right. and then like you would have to like almost be brave enough to touch it but then you didn't want to touch it but yeah. you were still curious so you'd so ask you your had to you would it. yeah you'd ask your friend like yo man pick that up like start opening it up if it's you sticky like double, double dog yeah, it's sticky, if yeah. it's sticky leave it alone but if it's not sticky we got it before he did we're taking that yeah. shit <laughs> like so you'd always have to convince your buddy to touch it before you did that's fair uh, I think I've only seen one porno mag like well like a, a fr- like my girlfriend at the time her friend had like a porno mag and I was just like, this is weird. And like, we were just like hanging out, like with my girlfriend and her friend. And I was just looking at it. And like, <laughs> even in my head, I was like, this is weird. Like, I'm like, this is not like, this is way too casual yeah. right now. It's like, too casual. And that's, that's one thing. Everyone has a buddy or has a story about having an awkward porno experience with yeah. other people. Yeah. Like back when I was a kid, like if we found the box of porno mags, it's like, all right. Which one's sticky, which one's not. You take this one, I take that one. Don't talk to me about this ever again. And <laughs> then fair. you had, I remember there's a friend of mine um, who I'm not going to name. Uh, because he's still, still prevalent in life. He's, he's still kind of prevalent in my life. And he came over to my house uh, when I was still living with my mom. And him and his buddy came down and they were from the military. And I'd met, never met this dude before. And they were like, like broing out, like they're like, oh, you guys like fucking wrestling? Do you guys know this move? And they're like in the living room, like fucking like trying to show each other like takedowns on each other to show to us, like yeah, man, that's like a real fucking takedown. And my friend's friend that we never met before, he's like getting like amped up, like we've got a couple of beers in us. He's like, yeah, man, we're like eighteen, like he's like, yeah, man, like fuck yeah, like you guys want to watch some porno? <laughs> 
the this entire shit. build was just so perfect just because like some dude getting the intro he's like fuck yeah and it's like you wanna, you wanna watch some porn yeah you know? <laughs> and then like it's like as a group like and all me and my other friends like we watch porn by ourselves yeah. like it's I'm unheard of right <laughs> yeah. and it's like and I'm like at this point you know like I'm like dude like whatever you need to do to calm the fuck down like I mean like you're like wrestling each other and shit yeah. like that and we we don't that's, have that's where your head goes next. We don't have that much testosterone, and I'm like, listen, dude, like go ahead and put it on. Just quiet the fuck down. If my mom <laughs> comes outside, like we're turning it off. Just fucking relax. Sit down. Have another beer. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so this dude and my friend are like getting into it, and me and all my other friends, like, dude, we're turning the shit off. Like we don't want to watch yeah, this. How shit. are they getting into it? By the way, I'm just getting like, dude. Once again, like so. There's the like, audio yeah. isn't going to pick... The, so is this all on video? Yeah. That, okay, shit. I believe so, that one's still running. I think those two are done. Okay. Yeah, those so, two said that one's still running. He's oh, there watching it like this. Yeah, that's fine. You can leave it. And he's like... <laughs> yeah, oh, no. God, it's already weird. And then at that point, <sighs> click, nope, we're not doing yeah, this shit. That would make Thankfully, I never saw my friend's buddy again. And You think that was it? That he was like, dude, you can't. You can't hang out with us. I don't want. I don't want you to hang out. Man. <laughs> well, you were about to like horny beat us up. Yeah. <laughs> hard, full, full hard. Dude, on. Just like yeah, let's wrestle. Yeah, yeah I'm like worried. I've, I've had my ass kicked before. I could not imagine what having my ass kicked by somebody with a fucking hard on would be like. <laughs> like that would be like how. fucking <laughs> degrading as shit. Like I've I've had my ass beat by a girl before, and mm. I would rather have my ass beat by. Fucking somebody that was smaller than me. Mm. I've never had my ass beat by anybody as long as they don't have a heart on full, full or yeah. sexually yeah. aroused. As long as they don't have a on. That's just don't do that. Yeah. Just don't, knock it off. Smart call. <laughs> just don't. A good idea. Don't knock fight people with boners. Yeah. Let's that. not. <laughs> Let's not. My um, God. Boner warriors. <laughs> or, boner or like warriors. in the future, we only fight people with boners using boners. That, that that's what that's the first sketch horror fucking sketch that <laughs> oh we're God. gonna do. It's like some Black Mirror shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what in another sh- reality. What a good show. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, what a fucking good show. Like, and I don't watch much stuff, uh, but that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Really oh, yeah. fucking good. Yeah. It's just so clever. Yeah. It's hard to, Very like, well written. And also, like going back to writing, like look at that. So, why do you think it's so well written? Do you think it's so well written because they're not trying to continuously follow yeah, a story no, arc? Hundred percent. Like, it's so much easier to write because, like, it's a if you story, have that, yeah. like, oh well, this is the theme of the show. You have to write episodes to get the, to this theme. But it's just like, dude, you, yep. you, you just need to have a not like a creepy story, but just like that <laughs> sort of like theme, where it's just like this is what the show is about, where it's like technology kind of based and like this is what we're trying to like not infer but you know show kind it's just like yeah, kind of like, infer it. Go, yeah like go with it whatever your idea is like if it's well enough like you're gonna write it you're gonna direct it you know like, it's so much easier to have a beginning middle and end when you're only mm-hmm. having to worry yeah. about writing an episode that is one and done yeah, exactly and that's um, why like serialized tv is gonna be so much better always like yeah i'd rather write for like a cartoon yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Rick and or something where it's like every episode's detached yeah. from one another. Right, and I mean that's why I love about it's always sunny. Yeah. Like I mean yeah. that's what makes it's always yeah. sunny good because you you establish the characters, and then you can put those characters in absolutely any situation whatsoever, and then you have them genuinely react as if how would I react to that if I was yeah. actually yeah. Charlie Day mm. or Charlie Kelly in the show? Yeah, like. like 
that is fucking brilliant. Yeah. Like, and it makes it a lot easier. I guess forming yeah. characters is the hard thing at that point. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's why I love, like, so for instance, like, Marvel is, like, taking fucking over. Like, they're making shit. Shutting shit down. Yeah. <laughs> they're they, sh- they shut shit down. They're having, yeah, like, top, uh, mm-hmm. fantastic films. But for me, the only ones I ever really seem to give a fuck about are, like, the first ones. Because it's the origin story, and they develop the mm-hmm. characters, and now that they develop the characters... Like, I remember trying to watch uh, Civil War, and it was just fight, 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 fight. Yeah. That's story fair. progression, good fight, 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 fight. And that's all well and good, yeah. but for me, I was never really an action movie kid. Like, oh, okay. I never really cared it's all that about much. The story. Surprising. Yeah. With the wrestling background. <laughs> but... So here's the fucked up. What <laughs> Wait, if here's I, the kicker. Yeah, what if I told you that professional wrestling was all storytelling? Yeah, I was gonna ask yeah. you about this earlier too. Yeah, and I still probably I, I still probably should honestly because. All right, well, your time's running we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll do stuff. we'll do one more and then we'll just go back to wrestling for and, about twenty yeah, minutes. And then, minutes, and, but and feel free, bring me back, man. Oh, 100%. like I'm having an awesome fucking time here. Like this is cool, man. <laughs> I also don't think like it necessarily has to be separated out. Like yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. then I just as far as like video goes, but uh, who cares? Everything uh, is pro wrestling right for anyway. me. So oh, for anybody God. else that didn't want this is my conspiracy. Yeah, every, everything, <laughs> everything is actually is nine eleven was professional wrestling. George Bush with the with the with the hill heat. He absolutely, man. He did it to build hill the, heat in order to get sympathy for the baby face, which was America. Some oh. some might say nuclear heat. <laughs> nuclear. All right, uh, we'll be right back with the last twenty minutes of this. Excellent. Cool. cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. All right. Um, back. We're back to wrestling. Uh, we're back. back. We're back to we're something. Back on our bullshit. That's all. Back, back on our bullshit. <laughs> so let's let's do some rapid fire stuff, man. Because you have a notebook. Let's try yeah, to bust some that's stuff. That's totally up. fine with me. Well, the first thing. This is like the big thing I wanted to cover. Is like it was. It does go back to like how wrestling is fake. Obviously, sorry to spoil it, everyone. Sorry. Okay, spoilers. Um, <laughs> spoiler but, alert. But I just like the the thing that that blows my mind is that people still can't separate the fake part of wrestling with like wrestling being like more story based, like. It's like a show almost, right? Right. So I just, and then, but like the only thing they can ever criticize about it is that it's fake. Right. Well, and so that's like, so past something, you know, like with my students, I try to express to them in the utmost sincerity that everyone already knows. So I always ask them, "What is your job as professional wrestling?" Mm-hmm. And to me, my job as a professional wrestler, is to make people doubt for a second. Yeah, that's a good way. For for that's one, yeah. one fucking second. Because, like, once again, that's everyone's biggest criticism. It's like, oh, it's fucking fake, it's fucking phony. If you see me wrestle, there's going to be moments where you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, you can't fake, like, drop yeah, dude. That, yeah, he might actually hate that fucking dude. <laughs> like, he actually... Yeah, like, I just punched the fuck out of him. Yeah, yeah he's going to hate me a little bit. He, he, he's actually hitting him. That dude's hitting him. So... They're hitting each other. <laughs> I believe Terry Funk was the one that coined the term, if they know that it's fake, they won't know that I'm fake. Like, that in... Like, yeah. I, I take wrestling very fucking seriously. Yeah. And to me, like I, people always try to compliment me, like, "Oh man, you're you're a really good actor." 
I'm not a fucking athlete. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm a fucking a wrestler, brother. I am a fucking professional wrestler, yeah. and I treat this shit very fucking seriously. And guess what? I fucking hit people. Sorry. And I let people hit me. So there's no act about it. This yeah. shit doesn't actually feel good. Getting dropped on your fucking head is <laughs> yeah, not comfortable. I can't imagine. Yeah. yeah, so, and not anybody can come and do it. And if you think that you can, feel free. Come Either, down to the FSW here's the Academy. 6635 Harrison Yeah, I was going to say, well, definitely like, put the website. That's a weird for, number for, yeah. for monthly. <laughs> but, FSW. like, that's one thing I will say is that I don't treat wrestling as it's fake. I treat it like it's real. And that's why I'm not a fucking actor. When I'm in a wrestling ring... I'm me. I'm not a character. I'm fucking me. And if I feel like being a dick that day, or if the promoter needs me to be a dick that day, yeah. I'm a dick that day. <laughs> if they need me to be a good guy that still has a lot of fight in them, I can be that guy. You know, like, the the meme, get you a man that can do both. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> that's I, me. I can do both. I'm yeah. that meme and that man. And I can do that. <laughs> so, yes. Treat That's it awesome, like, yeah. Treat it like you give a fuck. Yeah, I just wish, like, I wish people could get past that because, like, I thought it would be fucking hilarious if, like, one day it turns out that UFC's been fake the whole time and it just hasn't been out in the same way that the WWE eventually It's also wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be so fucking nuts. I want you guys to bring me, me back in. Like, please, because, like, I could talk all the time about that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, the roots of mixed martial arts start in professional wrestling oh, in Japan. Sure. I mean, and then even, like, yes. the crossover, yeah. Brock Lesnar, yeah. uh, Ronda Rousey now. Absolutely. I'm sure there's other exceptions yeah, in there. Yeah, if there, oh, okay. if there was no example. professional wrestling, <laughs> yeah, there would be... why he beats his wife or whatever. No, no mixed martial arts. <laughs> yeah. Like, who beats his wife? What? No, CM Punk is professional wrestler turned MMA fighter that it's not doing too well. CM Punk like beat. Wasn't he the one that was dating the porn star? He was dating a lot of people. And I mean, what's her name? Tattoo girl, the girl with all the tattoos. Oh no, no, that's um War Machine. He was the MMA fighter. My brother actually fought him and lost to him because he was on allegedly, allegedly on the roids. Yeah, but that's a different story. Okay, so real quick. Um, Going back to another question. Funniest thing that's ever happened during a match. I once had a Twinkie rubbed <laughs> in my face, um, and I I never knew how much I hated Twinkies. Oh my god! Until that happened, I you're just got your past fat man's well, coming. He's like, no! I never even like really ate them. Like I would rather have yeah. cupcakes over Twinkies. Yeah, I don't, I don't like fuck Twinkies. Twinkies. They, it's just fucking weird, but. Yeah. I was wrestling uh, Dom Vitelli in Arizona, and his tag team partner at the time was a gentleman named Frenchie Riviera, who was a very big, rotund, hard-hitting Southern wrestler. Um, and I got thrown to the outside, and the fans would use—they used to throw Twinkies at Frenchie, and <laughs> because he—he's a big—he's a, he's big, a big dude. dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he took a Twinkie, unwrapped it. Like hammer fisted it right into my face, <laughs> started rubbing it everywhere, and then proceeded to punch my fucking lights out. I mean, just cracked the shit out of me. And then I remember like coming back to like right as he was throwing oh, me like back he, in the ring. He, he like, legit knocked me out. And I remember coming to back when I was coming in the ring, like I was only out for like seconds, yeah. but he hit the shit out of me. Yeah. Mm. And then I'm just like, fuck man. Like I, like my face feels greasy 
And I'm just like, shit, man, like, like, this is terrible. <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I hate wrestling. Yeah. And I, we're driving back home from Arizona. It was a great match. Yeah. Like, and Frenchie is awesome. Like, yeah. I'm not complaining about the hit. I can get hit. That's not a problem. But um, the problem was the fucking Twinkie. And I remember um, me and my friend had to go to a rest stop. Yeah. And I was using the restroom. And he's like, dude. And I'm like, what? And he, like, goes to dip in my ear and, like, takes out this mound of a combination of, like, Twinkie frosting, sponge cake, and blood. Like, I mean, just, like, fucking just, like, and, yeah, Twinkies. That was probably probably the funniest thing. Okay, you got another one? Um, I want to save some of the stuff before we're going to have you back soon because I think a lot of the... Well, I got a a bunch of shitty questions, so I'll just ask Go right ahead, man. Um... Spider-Man. You were hurt not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like being hurt and not being able to wrestle? Um, I'm still hurt, and that's also coincidentally the name of the podcast that I did uh, with my buddy Timothy Styles. Uh, I'm yeah. hurt with Cutthroat Cody, which has uh, been on a bit of a hiatus because of me having to get real jobs. Um, that That's what really hurt about that, is that I got injured, and professional wrestling was like giving me some money. And then when I got injured, like all of it stopped. Yeah, I had to go out and pick up jobs in retail. Um, I had to do whatever I could to pay my bills. Um, I had a lot of people that did support me throughout that time. Uh, the injury that I sustained was a torn rotator cuff, but also along with that injury, I have degenerative arthritis as well as tendonitis in the same area as the injury. Yeah. So um, going back to 100% is probably not going to be a thing, and that's why um, professional wrestling, um, the performance aspect of it is slowing down for me. Um, I did have my last match with Nick Bugatti. Shout out Bugatti. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but um, he um, it was a really good match, and it's one of those things I I don't know what's going to happen in the future. I mean, I I want to rehab a little bit more and see where I'm at. But as of right now, you know, I'm focusing more on the training aspect and trying to help uh, people avoid getting themselves in the situation that I am getting myself into. Yeah. You think like if the actual performance part of it goes away for you that you'd like lean towards commentating or anything like that or you know I have a gift of gab when it comes to conversation but I don't really have I don't think that I'm that like good real time the real time like by God King <laughs> he has a family like I I and I I've done it a few times and it's nice and it's good but I feel like for me like a better role is training people yeah. and yeah, cons- that's true, yeah. and, that's cons- the other option, and consulting yeah um that's really what I've been doing for a lot of people like a Vince McMahon type yeah like letting them know what's happening you know like hey you should do this instead of that. Um, let me show you how to do this better than what you're doing it as, and like that's really the role that I'm going into now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how old are you? Would you say? 30, would you say? I'm Thirty-three. Yeah, I was like, you would. If you had to pick a number. Yeah. Thirty-three, and I started training when I was twenty-three. Yeah, I was gonna ask how long you were. Ten years. Ten years in the biz. Yes, sir. In the biz. It's a good record, though. Yeah, man. Not too bad. Um, do you know how many titles you've held? Um, the first title that I held was the Vegas Championship Wrestling Light Heavyweight title, which I won and never defended because the company ended up uh, going defunct. Uh, then I have held a belt that was recognized by the National Wrestling Alliance 
at the time. Uh-huh. Uh, it was the NWA uh, IWR Heavyweight Championship, and that company is now defunct, and they lost their um, NWA uh, contingency before they went under. Uh, but that was kind of cool to say that I held a belt that was recognized by the National Wrestling Alliance. No, yeah, that's dope. Um, I held the FSW Tag Team Titles... To- <laughs> no, I held the FSW Tag Team Titles once with uh, Big Duke when I was in the following. And then I had the FSW No Limits Championship for yep. a total of two reigns. Uh, I had it two times. I won it off of um, Funny Bone. Um, lost it to Jace Battle. Got it back from Jace Battle. And then... Um, Swade Thompson. Oh, he be. Oh, no, yeah. Swade Thompson. That's when you got. That's when I, that last match that I had before the last match that I had. Like I got injured in the match with Swade Thompson. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, so I've had a I've had a couple belts. Okay. Is that like? So I know like winning your first is important, mm-hmm. but every I feel like okay. So this is just me kind of like projecting my ideas and my sort of feelings on this, but every title no matter what the title is, is kind of important and special? The The most important to me was the No Limits Championship. Mm-hmm. Because when I first started wrestling, I was not good. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was not good. I was not good. Like, I had people telling me, like, hey, you should probably be a referee. Hey, you should probably be a manager. <laughs> hey, you should probably be a ring announcer. Hey, you should probably be a commentator. Yeah. They were like, dude, like, this is not going to be for you. And the uh, No Limits title itself ended up um, having uh, it was essentially FSW's Intercontinental title Mm -hmm. and when I got the belt and then when I feuded with uh, the championship I should say when I feuded with Funny Bone and when I feuded with Jace Battle um, I went from opening matches and dark matches like opening shows and dark matches to semi-main eventing to main eventing yeah and um, you you and Jace main evented When he beat you, Correct. right? Correct. Uh-huh. And then, uh, keep in mind that was also in the time of the company when Matt Hardy was our heavyweight champion. Yeah, yeah. And it, that we, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, to me, what means more than the um, the championships was I actually had two match of the years. I had a match of the year with um, Big Duke against the Whirlwind Gentleman uh-huh. um, in 2014 for a show that I believe was headlined by Matt Hardy and Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, if I remember my timeline correctly, but we got matched the year for that. And then I also got matched the year in 2016 for the, uh, steel cage with weapons match against funny bone. Uh, okay. And that was 2016. Yeah. So like those meant a little bit more to me mm-hmm. than the champ, not to say the championships didn't mean anything to me, but the they no- just mean a little bit more. Yeah. The Those were fan decided or both ish? both fan decided okay. as well as like back of house decided. Like the boys like all kind of agreed, like, hey, this, this was it. this was it. And it was something to me like I my first moniker was the lovable loser. <laughs> and then my second moniker was the ultimate underdog. Yeah. And then it went Yeah. It went into something completely different. Like I mean and I'm extremely humble about all of it. Yeah. I'm thankful and I'm grateful, but I I had to work really, really hard for the progression that I made in the company. And uh, that's why kind of taking a back seat now and trying to help other people, 
I feel like I can help them do more than I ever did. Yeah. And that's what I really want. Like, okay. I, I want people to be more successful than I was. Um, because I'm at the end. You know? Yeah. Like, in the beginning, I wanted to be... I'm the best, and it's about me. <laughs> I, I, I never really viewed it that way, just because I'm not competitive. That's fair. Like, okay. I just wanted to have my part in the the show. That's fair. And I... I ended up having a pretty big part in the show for a number of years. Yeah. And I, I lucked out, for sure. For sure. Well, Anything else? Any other questions? Uh, well, no, I was going to say, on, on that note, like... Yeah, just uh, plug whatever it is you want to yeah. throw out. Yeah. Where's... Yeah. Um, Twitter's... Are you, are you on Twitter? Um, I I am on Twitter, but I more Don't or less really it? it's yeah <laughs> Instagram I, for sure. Uh, so Instagram, where, yeah. where should people where do people find you at? Um, if you go on Instagram, it's at Cutthroat Cody. If you go on Twitter, if you want to like go and stalk my Twitter <laughs> page that I had never used, shit. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's at Cutthroat Cody. Um, if you want to add me on Facebook, uh, it's Cody Hancock. I I can't separate <laughs> me from professional wrestling. Like I, my life is professional yeah. wrestling, and also please check out the I'm Hurt uh, podcast yeah. with myself and Timothy Styles, um, Frankenculture.com. Like those guys hosted uh, some of our episodes um, over iTunes. Nice. So big thanks to Steve over at Frankenculture. Check them out, and if you want to see me, I might poke my head around some uh, future stars of wrestling shows. And oh, you better. Aside from that, you know, uh, I train classes every Monday, um, sometimes on Thursday down at Future Stars Wrestling. So come down, hang out, check it out. If you think it'd be something that you'd like to do, I will gladly take my time to make sure you're all right. Cool. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you're definitely going to have you back, that's for sure. I want to be back, man. I, be back. I had a lot of fun. We'll, we'll have to get you on a day where you're not doing class so we can, so not Monday. So we can really, really yeah, get me. into it. It, throw, like, throw if, some more brewskis down. If, if I were to have about a few more of these, you would actually see Cryface Co- Cody. <laughs> it would either himself. be Cryface Cody or Cobra Technique Cody pop out. Yeah, he's like, I got the gear. <laughs> I, I got my gear in my trunk, bro. I'm I ready. Got the tears in my body. Right. They're already there. They're <laughs> cool. There, I can produce them whenever I want. <laughs> um, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. Fucking cheers, boys. Cheers, guys. See you soon. Very, very. So the bye bye, etc. etc. Following us, uh, what is it on Twitter at Underachievers Pod? I think something like that. Uh, Gmail. Follow, also follow Cold Soup and yeah, Cold Soup Productions. We'll host it all. Yeah. The ambient noise stuff. <laughs> oh man, the ASMR. So oh, the yeah. ASMR. Oh my god, man. So if you haven't seen it yet, go listen to Marco peel a banana into a microphone. I want him. So totally not uncomfortable at all. Really good. Irish. Irish. It's Irish. Yeah called Mike Flanagan. Oh, shit. I really want him to do an ASMR as Mike Flanagan because I think, like, <laughs> I, that I voice swear, this bit is up. so silly because yeah. it spawned out of the it, dumbest yeah, thing. Yeah, like, it's literally the dumbest thing, but we I watched fucking a Ouija, the, the, uh, Ouija, yeah. the, the beginning Movie? or something yeah. like that. It's directed and then at the end, it was directed, directed by Mike Flanagan. I was just like, I'm Mike Flanagan! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy! We're gonna, we're gonna do some Ouija again! Hasbro! <laughs> oh. So, yeah. I'm fucking summon me some demons, Hasbro! <laughs> If if anything, yeah, and and feel free, man. I I've eaten some cold soup in my day. You know, I it's just cereal. It's cereal, yeah. It's just cereal, absolutely. Which you definitely have eaten. Cool. Um, yeah, we'll definitely have you on, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I don't know if everybody's looking at this, but fuck. Bunny ears. <laughs> there it is.
You know, the, uh, the, the cereal tasting was bullshit. <laughs> that is That's the only one that was bullshit. Like, everything else, Cobra Technique Cody does come out when he's drunk. Cobra Technique Cody was the one gimmick that I wanted to do. I wanted to have that as, like, the dude love gimmick. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I, I have the three faces of Cody. You have Crash Test Cody, you have Cutthroat Cody, and then Cobra Technique Cody. I'd come, yeah, I'd come out wearing a gi, you know, and I would do katas and shit. Hi! Yeah. Hi! Hi! Oh, man, I would love to do that. Do you have any beer? Yeah. That's yeah, it's that one right there. You, you sure you don't want that one before? I'm sure, man. Like, I, I, I need sure. to be responsible. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. There, there, there's too many new students, and if I go in like half cocked, <laughs> no, like, yeah, I'm totally just gonna like, dude, you guys are like, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah let's wrestle. Let's just wrestle. Then watch the board. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 